Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Howard Simon. You know why I'm on the block? Because your stupid Trevor Lawrence advice, you <laughs> And Jeremy White. It's not a hot take. I'm not going here yet, but Burrow might be fancy Kirk Cousins. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry, I missed the earthquake. Did you? I, I heard you guys talking a little bit about it yesterday. That was uh, that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Thought the house was exploding there for a split second. After that, when I realized it was an earthquake, I was less freaking out. Welcome to Super Bowl Week Two. Not Super Bowl Week Number Two, but T O O. We'll talk a little bit about the Eagles and the Chiefs. Got some Bill stuff. Want to get into? Saw a mock draft today at ESPN.com. We'll kick around. Who the Bills were taking in this mock draft. Talk a little bit about wide receivers. It wasn't a running back, was it? No. Because if it was, I have to go get a jar because we need to start putting mock drafts on the jar. Oh, it was I have, not a running back. I have uh, from CBS Sports 2023 NFL free agency, one player every team should target, and it's uh, Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Oh yeah, that's not happening. I think that is eligible for the scare jar. Actually, that might not be CBS. Let me check. It's Jordan. Yeah, he's Dijani. Yeah. CBS, yeah. Okay. Another running back. That would be even worse, right? I did see a running back first. mock draft last Actually, week. it wouldn't be worse because you would – the drafting it would be worse. You'd be giving up the, the, the cheap contract for a running back, which would be a bad idea. If they sign him in free agency, you could still get a cheap receiver. In the, oh, in the draft. Yeah, yeah. You're saying, okay. I'm saying the yeah, asset yeah, yeah. of the, dra- the first-round draft pick is worth more than just the money that they would pay in free agency. Okay. So it would be worse to do it in the in, – in the draft than it would be in free agency. Yeah. My only thought there was B. John Robinson mm-hmm. is, like, what, a generational running back prospect? Sure, sure. I Then would you rather have that than Barkley? If I have to invest something crazy in a running back. But the point you're making is probably right about I mean, you could flip it either way. They could draft the running back and sign DJ Chark, and I guess it's the same. But all running back ideas are terrible ideas. All of them. Right? right. Yes. Yeah, I'm Pat. Well, look, the Barkley thing... If we're sitting here talking about how the Bills have to, you know, do a little magic work to create cap space, they're going to go sign Saquon Barkley? Is he signing for like uh, one year and uh, $2, 3000000 million? Probably not. Probably not. So he's going to be looking for a big payday. Can't, he's he's going to stay in New York, right? That's what's going to happen with him. I don't know. Is, he, is, it, is that the rumor? The speculation is he's just going to re-sign with the Giants? It is. But... 
Wouldn't you think anything <laughs> that J- Joe Shane picked up while being with the Bills or even Dable too would speak to they don't need to pay a big <laughs> running back? Well, Let's let's investigate that. Hmm. Is there any indication the Bills are very smart when it comes to running back decisions? Well, no, they didn't give out <laughs> a big contract, but they use multiple. I mean, has there an off? Has there been an off season when they didn't bring in a, ru- a new running back? Even the guys that were never used, like the Matt Burritas of the world, and who the heck the was it? Mike Tolbert started this thing. T.J. Yeldon. T.J. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we don't go through an off season without. I'm not talking about a special teams guy without them bringing in a running back, draft pick, veteran, cheap free agent. Feel like that happens almost every off season here with these guys. Yeah. And they've used assets on running backs that they probably shouldn't have used assets on running backs the last three years. How do you review the Naheem Hines trade now that the condition has been set to a fifth round pick? Uh, would be nice to use him a little bit more. But doesn't that also show that they never planned on using him on offense? If the condition was it was, that, a, it was a sixth that but, went to a fifth. So doesn't that mean that – well, it doesn't have to mean this, but couldn't it have meant that all the conditions were return-based? Or just games appeared in. So why did they, they make – played in every yeah. game. Why do you think they thought of making the trade at the time? Did they seriously make the trade because of one of two reasons? One, we need to bolster our return game or – just banking on Hines would be a factor in 2023 because why you know why make the trade if you know we're barely going to use the guy on offense. No, I don't I don't want to hear anything about running backs. I don't want to know about a free agent running back. I don't want to know about a draft pick running back before day 3. If you're going to use a pick, use it at the end of the at the end of the draft, literally in the last round. Now, I don't I've seen some mock drafts on running back and I don't I don't know. I guess I understand it. The Bills need to help Josh more, so get, get make it make an improvement at running back. I just think that's not the proper usage of the asset. It's you know should still be about wide receiver and offensive line, or offensive line and wide receiver as your top two priorities. Not only on that side of the ball, but on the team in general. You know, well, the the mock I saw today included the Bills taking a cornerback in round two. I just I'm not thinking about the defensive side of the ball unless Tremaine Edmonds leaves. Then I start thinking about how you're replacing the linebacker. It's the only thing I think of on that side of the ball. How much are you thinking about the draft right now? Too much? Uh, no, not enough. Probably, quite honestly, I really i I have had a hard time getting into draft mode. Um, I maybe it's a sequential thing or well, a, I mean, a timeline is, thing. Free agency does come first. Yeah, it is far away. I, I was getting at. I don't think you have to be in draft mode. Yeah, not even close. I'm not even in draft mode, but but I I I was thinking more about free agency and maybe I read Matt Perino's piece about seven wide receiver targets the Bills could go after in free agency. So I'm I'm thinking more about getting guys there that come in and, you know, make a difference next season, help out Stefan Diggs, make this a better overall offense. There's a lot of stuff in my head about offense, about receivers, how to fix it, the offensive line. You sent me this explosive play article to read from Pro Football Focus. I'm very much so... You know, a million percent geared on offense, and it's usually free agency and then the draft. I haven't really started reading up on, you know, the top receivers and which guys are going to be there maybe at the end of round one. But I'm just going to continue. I'll I'll just ignore defense. I know they're going to address it. They probably would draft another cornerback, right? You never have enough cornerbacks. Maybe they'll go after safety if Jordan Poyer does not re-sign. But, um, man, I, I just hope numbers one, two, and three – on their list of things to do for Brandon Bean this offseason, all involve the offensive side of the ball. Multiple pieces at, at wide receiver and offensive line on the offensive side of the ball. I haven't really thought about anything else. Special teams, I'm thinking, is okay. <laughs> 
You guys didn't do the kicker, the kicker punter special teams. Did you go no, through already yet. for special teams? You're okay. I mean, they Long a snapper's good. Kicker's good. Punter's okay. Is Hines handling return? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just screwing around. The the help in the return game, the Hines trade. I mean, I guess that's fine. A fifth round pick on your return game is that a good idea? Me? No, I wouldn't do that with a fifth round. I don't know that I would use a pick on a returner. No, I don't think it's a good idea. Either. No, so I so I, that that's why maybe they maybe they make the trade knowing there's only so much we're going to be able to give them with our offensive playbook. But boy, 2023 because we're not resigning Singletary. Let's trade behinds now. No, I mean I wouldn't believe that for a second. Well, why else would you trade for a guy and not use him? There are a couple different reasons. One, you had a different trade you wanted and didn't pull the trigger on. That's very possible. Well, you had that a they were different running back you wanted in the offseason and you thought you had. Well, I just mean at the deadline. You oh, could have yeah. been in for a second round pick for a receiver and just decided, <laughs> nah, I don't want to do that. You know, the, a lot of other contending teams made trades. You know, and I'm not sure that NFL teams or NHL teams or whoever would admit to this, but do you ever make a trade? <laughs> People say this all the time just to make a trade. Yeah. No, you'd never do that. How do you know? Doesn't everybody do that in their life? Feel like, all right, what, I'm going to do something. Just to I'm gonna, shake I'm, things I'm going to do something. And if worst case scenario, this guy will help on special teams. And then I can justify mm-hmm. special teams. But a fifth rounder. Yeah. You know, if it, not to say that's exactly a high asset, but. And I'm not upset with Hines. He gave the Bills a magical moment. But outside of, you know, the, the return well, game, he had. He, did I. I was listening yesterday to the show up in the Bulldog. Hines finished the season with negative rushing yards. Yeah. Which is the Reggie Bush. That's the Reggie Bush. If he, if he gets cut in the offseason, he's Reggie Bush. That's incredible. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. I knew he didn't have a lot of touches. I didn't realize Negative was on rushing yards. Dash before the number there. Yeah. yeah um, minus three on six, six carries. My, I mean, wow. Could I don't know how often this gets brought up. How much of an explanation is James Cook just started playing way better when Hines showed up? Like, did they think, we're going to bring Hines in, and he's going to play because we can't put James Cook on the field? And then Cook, he had 375 of his 500 yards after Hines got there. Hmm. Like, was it, we didn't think Cook could be on the field, then Hines showed up and Cook started playing better. So we were like, all right, we'll keep playing the kid until he doesn't play well. Yeah. I mean, it could have been part of it, I guess. Um, I just, I don't know. I just think it's, a, you know, your point about the fifth round, by the way, sure, it's day three. We wouldn't necessarily obsess as much, but hey, it's a draft pick. And it's you Matt can Milano. get a guy to play. That's right. And, you're, and you're, the draft picks, I think, will become... Much more in focus around here. You know, the less and less cap space you have as you hand out big contracts, right? What are we here? Well, you got to hit the draft. This team has to find some players in the draft over the next couple years, guys on cheap, rookie, cost-controlled contracts because their better players are hitting free agency and they're making decisions and they're not going to keep everybody. So you might look at it and go, ah, oh, fifth round pick. Well, yeah, every draft pick is important. These guys need to start hitting on the draft and, and getting more contributions from the next couple classes because who knows where Ed Oliver is going to be here. Is he getting another contract? Is Hyde going to be back? Is Davis going to be back? What happens when Morse's contract is up? There are a number of key players who are going to be up in the next couple years, and they make it, they have a big decision on Edmonds now. So don't poo-poo a fifth-round draft pick. The picks are important now, I think, for Brandon Bean and these guys, which is why – you don't take a day one or day two pick and use it on a running back. Well, that's the thing. Joe, you put up a Twitter poll on what the Bills' one-two running back combination should be, and you include Cook and a draft pick. Hmm. And I want to click on that 
Mm-hmm. But I want to make sure I'm not clicking on it for the same reason that people are would be going like a second round draft pick in Cook. Sure, your I draft wanna, pick's going to be like what a, f- a six, a six, or, yeah. or a seven. Mm-hmm. Cook and a seventh round pick is what my choices would be, something in that neighborhood. But I bet that gets a lot more run because of those that would take a running back in the first or second round. Which, mm-hmm. yes, they're out there. They are indeed out there. The take B. John Robinson with the twenty seventh pick crowd. I have nothing uh, in my body for it. No, nobody should. It's a horrible idea. I mean, I don't know. What what year did the Chiefs take Clyde Edwards-Alaire at the bottom of round one? Right after winning the Super Bowl. And then... It was a mistake. And then the last offseason, the Chiefs get all this credit for what? Replenishing their wide receiver group. Not thinking... They, although Pacheco was, what, a seventh-round pick? Yes. Pacheco was a seventh-round But they McKinnon, went out and they got McKinnon's all the wide receivers. a free receivers. agent. The, the, the first-round running back they've taken has been beaten out by a million nobodies. Right. A free agent and a seventh-round pick. You're right. McKinnon was very effective for them. And he was a free agent? Yes. Not exactly a big signing either, I don't think, right? A big ticket item for them? So, no. yeah. No, there's no need. To, you just you don't screw around with your draft assets and use it on a running back. It just doesn't make any sense. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm operating on the, the premise that Devin Singletary will not be back, and the top two running backs next year would be James Cook and Naheem Hines, and I'll make it work. I think you can make those two guys work at some point next season. You don't have to address running back. The biggest question of the offseason, I think I'm going to switch with the biggest question is because most of us agree they need help at receiver, mm-hmm. interior offensive line, where else? Uh, sure, you want to safety. add some safety. safety. The biggest question of the offseason, and it will probably be the first answer we get, is Tremaine back. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any idea what to expect. I think he'll be back. Based on? Um, will they make him the highest paid linebacker? Boy. In the league? Like, does he want no. to, How high well, does he want to be? I don't, I don't know what he wants. And that's a big part of this. If he's looking for that, then he's not coming back because I'm not making him the highest paid linebacker in the league. What about fourth? Yeah, what I got to go do. I got I want the spot track number, which well, is Well, the low. spot track number is very it's cheap. Low. And that's right. Probably not likely. Yeah. Um, I haven't really thought about a number in my head, quite honestly. I mean, I think you have to set a number in your head and. And this is how far you're going to go with Tremaine Edmonds. I don't have it for you yet. What was the spot track number? 11 a year? 11. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out without really thinking. 15 tops, 14, 15 tops. There is a point where you just don't go beyond that for Tremaine Edmonds. If he wanted to be like one of the top five paid linebackers in the league, I'd have to look at the number. But I would guess, no, I'm not going to go that far. Um, I don't know. I think the Bills will prioritize him. I think the Bills will... Look at that and say he's a young player, he's an every-down player, leader on the defense, all this other stuff, coming off his best, most consistent season. Don't know about Poyer. Hyde might be one more year and gone. You know, is that Oliver getting another contract? No, Von Miller's that's... coming back off an injury. I feel like they're going to do they're going to re-sign Tremaine Edmonds unless he wants stupid crazy money. If I... you were to be paid the fifth most at, at off ball linebacker, it'd be between fifteen and seventeen million. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna top out at like fourteen fifteen. So that would get him into the top ten. I think that's more than fair. So fifteen, yes, sixteen, he walks. Correct. Fifteen point oh one, I'm out. No. Okay. I, I mean I don't know. I'm just saying. The number in my head was fourteen fifteen. Boom. Done. Um, I think they're going to, I really do. I think they're going to prioritize him and I think they're going to find a way to resign him unless it gets up to like close to $20 million a year, top linebacker money. And I don't think they're going to pay that. He's not the best. He, he doesn't deserve to be the top paid linebacker in the league. Somewhere in the bottom five of that top 10, somewhere in six to 10 range.
pick a number in there, do the average, Joe, 6 to 10. Because if he doesn't sign, here's the problem. If he doesn't sign, it opens up a big hole in this defense. Who's playing that spot? The first-round draft pick. And that's the pick I want to use to help the offense. Now I'm using it on defense again. I really don't want to do that. You know, cornerback last year, what, defensive end, first pick for defensive end multiple times, including the Epinesa pick, which wasn't a first-rounder, but the first pick was defensive end. I really don't want to. Maybe that's another reason why I want them to hope they sign Edmonds. I don't want to use that pick on a linebacker. And my guess is if he walks, I don't think that piece is coming back in free agency. So it does make linebacker a priority need in the draft, which I think screws up the draft plan that I have in my head. And that is offense on the first two days. You can go offense with all three picks and I'd be very happy. Well, I'd want to know what they do with that money, too. If if he start, if Edmonds goes into negotiation saying, I want to be one of the highest-paid mm. linebackers in football, I want $17-plus million a year, and the Bills say we can't do it, yeah. and they split. Well, now they have a certain amount of money that they were putting aside for Tremaine Edmonds mm-hmm. that is now available, and what are they doing with that? Because if they go throw all that money at a receiver, I'm going to be a little less on the receiver in the first-round train. I'll still probably be on it, Yeah, but... It won't be as necessary. Or they could just, like, I'm looking at the linebacker free agent list. Levante David is still good, and he's 33. His market value is way cheaper than than Edmonds is. Do they just go get a different linebacker and fill the need right away? I'd like to believe they would take the bulk of that money and spend it on a number 2 wide receiver. Whether it's free agency or trade for a guy who's got a contract coming up, take much of that 17 and use it on a wide receiver. Then, by the way, if you want to do that, then you can go ahead and make a linebacker a priority pick in day one or day two of the draft, and that kid comes in cheap. I would use most of the money on a receiver. But then I, again, that's but my either way, I want them to handle wide receiver in the draft and free agency anyway. They need multiple pieces there. That's not a, a one-move offseason for the Bills wide receiver. That's multiple pieces need to be brought in. The other thing is I don't think there's a receiver on the market that would get me off first-round receiver. Like, that, that player, there's not a guy good enough, I don't think. Like, if they sign Juju Smith-Schuster. DJ Chark? I like Chark, but are we done thinking about the draft if they sign DJ Chark? No, no. I don't think so, but you're not maybe looking at first round. Maybe you're looking at another th- like a third or a fourth. Yeah. I mean, they could trade for DeAndre Hopkins, too, with that money, if it were available. But I don't think you're getting me off receiver even in the first round. I mean, Chark, Chark is good. But is that a prove-it deal, or am I signing him long-term? I don't think we're getting any prove-it deals. Right? I mean, like, Juju signed. Is his, his deal a prove-it deal with the Chiefs? Chark and Juju signed one last year. Yeah. Which might make it less likely that they'll do it again. Right. I already proved it, right? If you're Chark, you, you proved it enough to get $30 million, something like that. So Track has him at three years, shade under $29 million. It's the price, all right. So let me throw some names at you. Matt Perito, who we've had on the show from time to time, does a great job covering the Bills for uh, New York Upstate. Uh, He did a list of seven free agent wide receivers the Bills could target. Chark was the number one guy he mentioned. Speed, you know, good stats, good numbers. Not a crazy contract if spot track is is close, you know, nine-ish million a year, a little above. McCole Hardman, speed guy, has been dealing with some injuries, was also on this list. Uh, let's see what else, what else, what else? Jacoby Myers, who I think the Patriots said, actually, if they're smart, re-sign, because they really don't have a lot of weapons from Mac Jones. Paris Campbell, who could be cheap because he's had a lot of injuries in his career, 
but he did have a healthy list past season. Marvin Jones Jr., Nelson Aguilar, and Marquise Goodwin, by the way, was the seventh they mentioned, the former Buffalo Bills. So, look, can you get one of those guys? And and you're not going to have to spend a ton. It's not a top-of-the-market wide receiver contract. Get one of those guys and address wide receiver in the draft on day one or day two in the first three rounds. And now you've got two pieces to come into your wide receiving core with Diggs and you know Davis and whoever else they decide to have back next season. So that that's... Not a bad list to choose from. Somebody who can come in and just make this a better group overall and maybe give you a speed option opposite of Stefan Diggs. Into it. Can we? Yeah, I would like to fast forward the uh, the uh, off season and just get right into stuff. Like I don't want to wait another month. Skip the Super Bowl. Yeah, is that okay? Sure. Let's just get right into the free agent legal tampering period. What is that? Like mid March, I assume. I'd like to get right into that because I, I really am anxious to see what the Bills think they need to do to make this a better roster. Sorry, I'm just cor- I have to correct a tweet I put out. What'd you tweet? The wrong title for one of the guests. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. So you tagged a different person to be on the show? No, I had the wrong the- title for Ron Rakuya. Oh, I was going to say, what's the title for Paul Reiser? No, I didn't have a title for Paul Reiser. <laughs> that, yeah, you're just waking up. Paul Reiser is on the show. Yeah. If you had it, your 2023 bingo card, there will be an earthquake, and the wow. next day Paul Reiser will be on the show. That's quite a parlay for you to hit. Joe, did, Joe, Best. you're pretty smart when it comes to bets. Did you have some futures bet on an earthquake somewhere in Buffalo? I did not. Okay. Uh, Paul Reiser is best known for, like, what should, what should I know Paul Reiser Okay, for? Paul Reiser is best known for, because I can tell you what, for me. the first thing that's going to come to my mind right now is absolutely not what he should be best known for. Well, it depends on the generation. That's I right. think my answer will be the same as Howard's. I really do. This is, it's, it's it's easy for me. I mean, although he's had a career spanning decades. This yeah. is Joe. I think this is actually good because I was reading his Wikipedia page, and I think Joe, this is you why might, you might be Stranger Things, Joe. I was correct. Say he's That's the right. doctor in Stranger That's Things. That's right. Maybe I want to change my answer. Your answer isn't diner, is it? No, it's I forgot about, he was in diner. Mad about you. Mad about you. Okay, that's my answer too. Mad about you was one of those, you know, girlfriend boyfriend appointment television. We're watching this together. Shows we used to watch. Yep, together. Mad about you. The reboot, which came out what a couple years ago on Spectrum, was still okay. Now my wife and I will go watch Mad About You. I actually thought it was a great show. Anyway. And a little bit of a crush on Helen Hunt. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's Mad About You. But, Joe, that's funny. Jeremy, it's a good point. I was reading his Wikipedia page to see. I know he did Mad About You, but what else? And he's done a series of, like, Netflix shows. Like, he's been doing stuff in recent years that I'm not aware of, haven't watched. Stranger Things might be the biggest name on the list. That's why, Joe, you'll, you'll remember yeah. him for that. Yeah. I forgot. I don't even remember him in Diner. I remember seeing that movie in the theaters, and I just I had no recollection of him being in that. So it's mad about you is is the big thing for me. That's his first accredited uh, role in on his IMDb page. Is Diner? That's his first ever for anything. Hmm. His four on IMDb for best known for Mad About You is number one. Aliens is number two. He was in Aliens. Yeah. Uh, really? Whiplash 3 and then Beverly Hills Cop is wow, number 4. I didn't realize he was an alien either. Well, of course I missed half that movie with my hand over my face. He was probably in the scenes I was too afraid to watch. So he's coming on the show. Yeah. Paul Reiser. Yeah. I had to fix the title for Ron Rakuya. I had him with PSC and he's with the Bills. Yes, Ron's coming on. We're going to get a little bit of an update on stadium project stuff. There was a, uh, I think, real close to everything being done. 
Everything being done. Community benefits agreement? Yes, that's done. Everything is, uh, you know. When are we getting a shovel in the ground? I think before shovel on the ground, there might be fence around the perimeter. Ah. <laughs> so. Cover. Yeah, I guess you do have to close off the working area. I think so. So, yeah, whatever. There's going to be steps along the way, but yeah, we'll get an update and see how things are going. Hey, so next season, when the Bills are playing, what's going on with the parking lot on Abbott Road? Are, a, are we starting to close that off next that's season? That's a good question. Huh. Could have some answers for that at eight. I didn't think about that. Yeah, like what? what's, what's the impact, if anything, on parking? You know, when the Mets were building City Field, it's right next to Shea Stadium. That was an issue. I mean, you you have an area that all of a sudden is closed off for a new stadium while you still have the existing facility. All right, I'll I'll put that on the list because you know I'll forget between now and eight o'clock. All right, so the biggest question of the off season for the Bills, Tremaine Edmonds. Chronologically, that would come before free agent signings and the draft, obviously. 803-0552, join us on the show this morning. So we told you, Paul Reiser's coming on the show. Uh, he's going to be coming to Buffalo. We'll tell you about that a little bit later. He's going to join us at 9.05. Ron uh, Rakuya from the Bills, the uh, Executive Vice President, COO of the Bills, is going to be with us at uh, 8. And uh, we're going to do some Super Bowl betting updates because we are in Super Bowl week. Uh, game bets, what's going on, prop bets. Dave Mason from Bet Online, the sportsbook brand manager, will join us. We'll go through some of the more popular prop bets. I have to tell you my favorite cross-sport prop bet. I had a couple involving soccer I wanted to run by you guys. I thought were really interesting. By the way, I finished the uh, Arsenal show yeah. on Prime. Tough way to end the season. Last season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, those <laughs> those uh those back to back losses to who was it like three teams that were really bad? Southampton and I don't know, two other teams. They lost like three this is like, games. Right now, this is like if someone came up to you today and was like, Hey, <laughs> I saw that thirteen seconds game. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm really sorry I about just that. Just watch the show. I had no, no it's idea. fine, but an awful lot of stuff has happened yeah. since then. Like, well, they're good this year, right? Yes. They're leading the Premier League. That's correct. Good. Very good. Someone comes in today, man, can you believe hey, all those defensemen got hey, hurt? Sorry about that. Howard, you know, like three years ago when the Mets blew that giant lead in the pennant? <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Which, that which was, <laughs> you have to specify which season you're talking about. Hey, that year that DeGrom got Tommy John? Uh-huh. I'm, I mean, just saw that. I'm sorry. The year they blew a playoff spot to the Marlins on yeah. the final weekend of the regular season? Yeah, tough I one. I didn't mean it to be. That was a tough one. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. I didn't mean it to be a jerk to you. Hey, I'm just saying. I just. Joe. I just watched Game Seven in Carolina. <laughs> I I'm sorry about that. It was a good series, by the way. If you haven't, yeah, seen it's very it, good. It's very good. It's very interesting, and and you know, it's one of those things that by by midway through the series, right, you start rooting for them, and you like you feel bad for them if they lose a big game, and you know, are they doing it again this season? Rumor. I don't, rumor, I don't think a, so. Okay, okay, see, I did a search on that. There was a rumor that they were going to, but... I was going to wonder, like, would you avoid what's happening in the Premier League this year to not spoil it for when the documentary comes out? For but you. If there's no, but it, for yeah. you, but if there's no documentary. That's like with Drive to Survive. You just not watch the season oh, so you I, could watch yeah, no. the season. No, I would do both. Yeah, I would still... It wouldn't matter to me, Joe. If I knew what was going on, I would still watch because it's all the behind-the-scenes stuff, you know? It's all the stuff, you know, this whatever. It's, it's all the behind-the-scenes stuff that I love that you wouldn't have access to. 
All right, it is Tuesday, and uh, we're off and we're running. 803-0550 to join us this morning on WGR. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Is there a 1% chance you could get talked back into playing? I think for me, you know, I, I know in my heart how I feel. And, you know, I put it out on the field for 23 years, and I'm super proud of, you know, what's been accomplished. And, um, you know, I just wanted to keep last week really short and sweet. And I felt like I've I've given a lot, I've gained a lot, I've learned a lot. And, you know, life is about exciting things ahead. I mean, you could say no. You could just say no. You well, could the- say no unless you think you're coming back. And... He did an interview with Jim Gray. Yeah, that's his podcast. His podcast where Jim Gray said, you know, Tom, I think we all saw you could physically play, but I guess, you know, we're just at the point where you're calling it a career. Your heart and your mind just aren't in it the same way. And Brady laughed and said, that's that's not it. I'd love to keep playing. Now, I saw something that said uh, supposedly Brady's dad said his son told him he's tired of getting hit. And that's why I wanted to get out. The problem with the the Fox 2024 story is it it leaves the door open to people speculating, why is he waiting a year to go to Fox? Does that mean he wants to leave open the possibility of coming back to play next season? It's probably the first step. Or maybe he just doesn't want to do TV. 
Yeah. Or he, he might. just wants to sit down and figure out right what he wants to do with his life. He obviously he'll be he'll be able to survive without a regular paycheck for a little while. Yes, he'll uh, be sending underwear <laughs> pictures to Twitter. <laughs> what what was that all about? What do you mean? The whole is that how he posted his retirement notice? No, he just posted himself in his underwear. Why? I don't know. To sell underwear. Yeah, I think so, it might have I been to, uh, some sort of bet. Yeah, he's got he's got a menswear line and stuff. So ah, he posted he a picture. Yeah. Does it say TB12 on the... Uh, no, his new, his new brand, yeah, who knows? I mean, yeah, I don't want to know. He might, might, maybe he just doesn't want to participate in training camp. That's not a bad idea. No off-season, no training camp, show sure. up. That's a Gronk thing, show up and play. He doesn't have to answer to why he's not at training camp when yeah. he's supposed to be in the first place. Yeah. Now he doesn't have to supposed to be there, and he just signs with whoever three weeks in. Oh, so he wouldn't sign in the off-season and just tell him, I'll see you opening day. No, yeah, he, he would th- wait. Sure. Uh-huh. Kyle Orton on the Bill style, who signed like right after camp. Okay. Always nice to know there's a Brady story in the back of our brains that'll never go away. And well, because he will not go away. I don't know. I did one of the quotes I saw from him. I don't know if it was from the Jim Gray podcast or not, but one of the quotes said something about you know he would still want to be with teammates. He'd still want to do this. He'd still he still wants to do. But it's just the right time. Like, this is the right time to step away. So maybe he's actually done for good. Who knows? Whatever. We have, uh, we have enough quarterback stories to deal with in the offseason, let alone, you know, what's Brady going to be doing. Anyway, that's the latest on him. And uh, the story about uh, – that was a hoax, right? The thing about buying the sand where he was whatever sand mm, from – I don't think so. You could actually buy the sand he was standing on when he made his announcement. No, I think I think somebody bought that. That's or at least was listed. Really I don't know absurd. Was. I was kind of hoping that was just a someone screwing around on social media concept. It's a bit absurd. Go donate your money somewhere instead of buying sand that Tom Brady was standing on. That's one of the dumber things I've ever heard of. Ninety thousand dollars? Is that really? I think so. That's what I'm going for. Okay. All right. Can I auction the seats we use? I mean, I don't know if anybody's going to pay for them. No? All right. We're not that famous? Yeah, no. $99,900. There were 119 bids on the jar. Sure. Why not? And it's still going. Oh, they haven't closed the bidding? expected to continue for another week, which means the price will likely pass six figures. Is the... So we have time yeah. to get a bid the, in. The, the person, Maybe the three of us can team up and we can get a bid in. The person that wins should immediately have it seized and have their tax rate right like jacked up like you have too much money you have too much money and you're not doing anything good with it so right we're gonna take it just give it to a charity pick your favorite charity instead of bidding on sand that tom brady was on that's preposterous oh well anyway anyway super bowl week did you i was was waiting no go ahead go ahead if you ever ask me this week who am i rooting for easy answer Okay. I'm all in on the Eagles. Okay. Could I change your mind nope. with, with a really lame, yes, that's extra incentive to win this game? For Kansas City to win no, the game? No, this one's for Philadelphia. I'm already rooting for the Eagles, but go ahead. Well, I mean, this is bad, so you would mock oh, so the I Eagles would... and shift to the Chiefs. Really? Yes. Uh, huh. For Nick Sirianni, it'll be an added incentive to beat Andy Reid. Yeah, I saw Who that. fired him yeah. like a decade the and a half chip ago. chip on the shoulder yeah. routine? Yeah. So that's, again... Added incentive to win. Hold on, let me see what the name of this game is. The Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yes, it's a big game. This is added incentive yeah. to win the Super Bowl. Okay, now it's still for me 
not as bad as the Bengals Tickets. using ticket sales as motivation. Um, that to me was really loot. I know this is the Super Bowl, and you'd think you would think Nick Sirianni would be motivated enough. It is the Super Bowl, and as he has he has a chance to join a very select group of NFL coaches who have won a Super Bowl. It's a short list. Uh, but I, yeah, I, whatever. I, I, I'm not sure. Boy, in terms of bulletin board comments, I think you'd have to be hard pressed to pass going forward in the rest of my life, the rest of my time on this planet. The tickets, the ticket sales. That's pretty good. I mean, I think you'd really have to be hard pressed to come up with a bulletin board item that tops a team motivating itself in an AFC divisional round playoff game by bringing up the fact that tickets are being sold by the other team for the AFC championship, even though that's standard operating procedure. Be hard to beat that one. So Nick Sirianni, right, didn't get a job, right? Andy Reid took over in Kansas City and said to Nick Sirianni, listen, I'm bringing in my own guy. You're not on my staff. Go find a new job. And he, whatever, he needs that for motivation. That's nuts too. It is the Super Bowl. I feel like you shouldn't have to find some kind of an external... Uh, motivation for this, I, I think you should be sufficiently motivated, but I'm not sure anything will ever beat the Bengals tickets can, thing. Can Sirianni get bulletin board material from other teams? See the giant safety that flat out said Sirianni is along for the ride that anybody could coach that team? No. He doesn't get a lot of credit for what they are, right? Howie Roseman gets ton, tons of the yeah, credit for the team the they've built. Yeah. They've got a lot of great players. The A.J. Brown trade, the Hassan Reddick signing, mm-hmm. drafting Jalen Hurts. Like Joe mentioned this yesterday, that mm. everything the Eagles have tried to do, just about everything, has worked really well. Yeah. And while we were busy saying the Bills had the most balanced and best roster in the league, the Eagles were right there with them. Yeah, Their skill positions are great. Their lines, lines are, great. are great. Secondary's fantastic. Yep. And it's almost... It's a very rare thing to get this far and have the head coach of the team not get much credit. But I actually do agree that Sirianni doesn't really get a ton. No, I was trying to think of guys that younger coaches that are already there. Like Sean McVay rose pretty fast on yeah. the let's give him credit list. And he and eventually gets this. He, this was he, even before he won a Super Bowl. Right. He went to one and then he won one later. Yeah. And Zach Taylor has been to one. Shanahan has been to Kyle Shanahan has really elevated him to, you can give this guy, you know, Joe Q off the street and he'll turn him into a guy who wins games for you. I think Shanahan, there's no shortage of credit given to Kyle Shanahan. With Sirianni, maybe if they win this game, he becomes thought of as one of the premier coaches in the league. But he got this team to where they are in, I don't know if he's going to win the coach of the year. It might be, that might be Dable. That might be Doug Peterson. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't a, think he would. Win it, it is a, not to say like I'm not saying he's not doing a good job, but it is strange that this far in and here's a player, the giant safety. I forget what his name is. I'll, I'll look it up. Openly comfortable yeah. to say, yeah, on sports talk shows like, oh yeah, the coach is along for the ride. Julian Love, thank you. Okay, is it be, so? It's because the roster is so talented. Basically, anybody could coach the Eagles to a one. I think that's what discussion. he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, well, I wouldn't go that far either. Um, but it's funny. No, I don't think I'd vote for him for coach of the year. I don't have an answer for it. I was going to say because he took – I mean, when, when he came in, this was already – they had won the Super Bowl with Peterson and were going down a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like he came in and got a 13-win team, right, or whatever. The Eagles had slipped a little bit. The only thing I can think of is because the Eagles roster is so good from top to bottom, 
that Sirianni's not going to get enough credit for what he's done. But hey, it's his offense, right? He came in and he turned. J- this was a massive year for Jalen Hurts, and he made this an explosive offense. They're a great passing game. They're a great running game. So he's overseen. You know, they were clearly the best team in the NFC, most complete roster, most complete roster really in in football. I thought the Bills were that too, and turns out they weren't. The Eagles have arguably the most complete roster and balance between offense and defense and everything in the Oh my God, I don't want to look at Bradian's underwear. It's on Sports Center. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter yesterday. Sir- I tried to scroll past it. Sirianni fast. came in, made the playoffs his first year. They lose to the Bucks in the wild card round. Yeah. And then this year once yeah. T B D. Right. So he's obviously he's done a nice job. That's a funny thing that happens in Philadelphia. All right. Here's a fun conversation slash question. Both Andy Reid and the coach of the Eagles before Sirianni were thought of as good to great coaches. Mm-hmm. Right? Peterson with the Eagles after a seven and nine first season went thirteen and three and won the Super Bowl. Nine and seven playoffs, nine and seven playoffs, four eleven and one fired. Wow. Andy Reid with the Eagles was tons of success and then one bad season fired. And actually you can even include you can include Chip Kelly in that as okay. well. Who Oh yeah, I forgot the Chip Kelly era. Yeah, he went ten and six, ten and six, six and nine fired. The so the Eagles They don't screw they around. They let huh? you have no bad seasons. <laughs> one bad year and it's all right, you gotta get out of here. Yeah. And it even and it doesn't even matter if you've been there forever like Andy Reid. Andy or Reed, if you've won a Super Bowl like right? Tug yeah. Peterson. That's that's really amazing. They so don't mess around. If Sirianni wins this Super Bowl and three years from now has a bad year, is he getting fired? <laughs> Listen, it's it's kind of a way to operate that is you know, it's not exactly an American sports thing where you fire guys that have won a lot. Tony Dungy is an example of this, right? People point to this all the time with Tampa, how mm-hmm. Dungy couldn't get them over the top. And I still don't think it's a mainstream discussion about the Bills. If they were to have a 4-12 and or 4-13 and season, would McDermott get fired? I don't think so. I think it would have to be an extended stretch of, I don't know how many, but it would have to be multiple losing seasons. It's I hard think. to fire anybody that has winning seasons. And how many coaches have been fired off of winning seasons in NFL history? It's not that many. And in this in this case with the Eagles, they waited until their yeah. Super Bowl winning, in the case of Peterson and Super Bowl appearing coach in the case of Andy Reid, they waited until they had a bad enough season where yeah. they could they could cut the cord. I don't see it would have to be an Andy Reid scenario and I just don't see the Pagulas doing that. I just it would be a scenario where this coach has been there for an extended amount of time, has brought, you know, winning seasons and playoff bursts and all this stuff, but either either a losing season or you think he can only take us so far. I've got to get somebody else. I just don't see that. I don't see that happening with the Pagulas. I think they have a ton of faith in Sean McDermott. So my guess is it would take multiple losing records before they got to the point and said, "Okay, we got to go find somebody else." I just, I just don't see that happening in the, anywhere in the short term. Quite honestly, the roster would have to drop down and they'd have to start losing a lot of games. I don't see it happening. You know, the window is still fine with as far as the Bills are concerned in the Super Bowl, as long as Mr. Allen is here and he's healthy. 803-0550 to join us this morning. What is the biggest question of the offseason for the Bills? Hey, uh, heads up. Uh, Grammy Award-winning artist Brian Adams will be coming to Key Bank Center if you're thinking about planning your summer concert schedule. That's going to be Tuesday, June 13th. It will feature special guest Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Uh, tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Also, keep listening because later on the show at some point, we will have tickets to give away for the Brian Adams concert. Again, they're on sale right now 
at Ticketmaster.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Coach, uh, Russell Wilson had a, a personal coach, Jake Heaps, in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. Are, how do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building access to players? Yeah, that's foreign to me. That, that's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. Sean Payton won't be having Russell Wilson's personal coach around unless he puts him on the staff. Well, he could. Special that's, consultant that's, to the Broncos. The loophole is, all right, we're going to give you a staff member title. Yeah, what would he have done if Brady and Peyton were hooked up, right? Doesn't Brady st- does Brady still have his guy from New England? I don't know, probably. Alex Guerrero? That's it, right. The doctor is not a doctor? Yeah, performance coach, whatever the heck title he had when he was in New England. Will, will, the, uh, will Peyton be able to fix Russell Wilson and, by extension, the Broncos? Yes. Think they'll be much better next season? I do. Is this a little bit of an Urban Meyer? Like, the coach was that bad, you're going to bounce back because you'll at least have competent coaching the following season? Yeah, maybe. All right. His biggest problem, I guess, is going to be the division he's in. The defense was really good, and there are weapons in the passing game that they should be able to take advantage of as long as Peyton can figure out how to fix him. Maybe uh, we'll see. You know what? We still have to figure out who's going to be in Vegas. I was going to say, maybe the AFC West will get closer to the division I thought it was going to be this past season. I thought it was going to be so loaded from top to bottom because Wilson would help turn the Broncos around. Chargers were the Chargers, Chiefs were the Chiefs, and I think I probably had the Raiders coming in fourth. But maybe, uh, depending on what they do at quarterback, maybe we'll see that division become what people thought it was going to be, top to bottom, the best in the league. It wasn't this past season. Who doesn't win their division first, Bills or Chiefs? Sensitive subject. You don't want the answer. You're going to say, say the Bills. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, listen, the Chiefs should get all benefit of the doubt. They've done it all. They've been to five consecutive title games. Yeah. They've been to three Super Bowls now. They traded away their best weapon, and they're right back where they are. Is it six straight divisions for them? Or yeah. five, whatever it is? Yeah, they- and then their record in division play is phenomenal. Yeah, that's that's not a bad guess there, Jeremy. I guess also if, because I think obviously Miami's much better, and I think we're all waiting to see who the Jets' quarterback is. And, know, a, and a good quarterback with that team. I mean, it might come down to who gets hurt. So if, if we remove seasons where anybody gets hurt, yeah, I think the Bills have some catching up to do on yeah. the offensive side. Yeah, that's that's if the Jets get a quarterback. I think now we're talking about three teams that could win the division. I don't think New England's going to win the division next year. I don't think they'll contend. But if the Jets get Rodgers or even Carr, whatever, 
I think that puts the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Bills in contention. I'd like to see the betting odds. I bet you it wouldn't be that, wouldn't be much of a separation. I don't think. I'm just waiting for the Chargers to get good. Like, shouldn't they be able? They should be able to challenge. That's the right. Chiefs. Kellen every Moore, year they have that quarterback. Kellen Moore has been a good offensive coordinator oh, that's right. That's right. most years, him. and yeah, he'll help them. But they're the they have the same problem the Bills do even more, right? They. There was a thing yesterday about Keenan Allen being that. a cap casualty. Yeah. So we're, they're going to be at Mike Williams and who? Boy. Like, they, Williams is not even on Diggs' level, and they've got all the depth problems at receiver that the Bills have, probably even more exaggerated. 803-0550 to join us this morning. Uh, coming up at 730, we'll talk Super Bowl betting. We're getting ready for Sunday's game. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the game betting and the prop bets and all the fun stuff. Uh, that's going to be with Dave Mason, Bet Online Sportsbook Brand Manager at 7.30. You can join us, too. What is the biggest question the Buffalo Bills have this offseason? For that or whatever else is on your mind, grab a line and join us this morning on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.